0: You're listening to SM Media, the number one place for exclusive content.
1: Hi everyone and welcome to this week's episode of the Scottish Football Show right here on SM Media. I'm Scott McPie, delighted to be your host as always. Joined as always by Mark Wilson. Mark, how are we this evening?
2: Fine, thanks Scott. enjoyed a lovely weekend. of Scottish Cup football knockout competitions. my favourite, so I really enjoyed it. up not until three
1: o'clock today. Good gritted teeth there, but we'll take that. Rory, is Rory Loyce here as well? Rory, how are we?
0: Yes, not too bad. All good. Uh, watched my hometown, uh, team rath Get well and truly humped the day and then went on and watched Old Firm as well. So it's been a great day of uh, Scottish Cup football and looking forward to discussing all the talking points.
1: Definitely. We're just going to run through the results quickly and then we'll talk about a few different subjects. St so Marron 2, Inverness 1 on Friday. Muggle took penalties to beat Morton after a one-inch draw. The D United beat fourth for 1-0 on Friday as well. We'll move on to Saturday. three and chose 1. Aberdeen won in penalties and Stephen Glass's first game after John each for Livingston. the won in penalties and St Johnston won 2 0 against Clyde on last night. We'll move on to today. Stranrahan now, Hibs 4, and we are just recording after Rangers 2, Celtic now. And we are being joined by another guest on the show who's running rather late. <laughs> <laughs> Right, we'll start that again, all right, team, we'll start that again. No, that's all right, keep going. We're joined on the line by Shankers. Shankers, you're running late, but we'll, we'll ask why you're
3: late. I had to put the cock back in the champagne there yeah, just for <laughs> five minutes. No, I was minutes. I was just uh, listening to interviews and stuff, but that's only the reason I was late.
1: Brilliant. We'll get some thoughts later on in the show, but we're just going to run through the results. Wilson, we'll start off with you. What was your result? We'll talk about the whole firm more in a few minutes, but what was your result outside that? What was, apart from every other result, what was your result of the weekend?
2: Uh, I think the Kilmarnock result. Um, again, I know I could hit record on this every week for the last few weeks. I think the impact that Kel Lafferty's had at Kilmarnock, um since he signed um, is going to keep us up and probably get us to the Scottish Cup final I would think um, I think he's done really well and again Chris Burke as well, p- pitching in um, th- th- those two have obviously been over the course before, played in bigger and better games and secretly beat what's in front of you I say the only, and we'll touch on it later I think the only kind of shock so far in the Scottish Cup this season is that uh, Bobby Madden gave Celtic apparently penalty <laughs> um in terms of results and things um, I think the favourites um, are kind of showing their mettle and, and going through, but I think a good, that was a potential banana skin, although I must, I must say, I, I did feel a wee bit sorry for Mintros that they had to play on Thursday night in Glasgow, and then Saturday morning in Kilmarnock, Find the scheduling, absolutely bizarre, I know Stuart, Peter didn't use it as an excuse in his interview, but I wee bit feel sorry how for much? Um,
0: but... How much, much credit goes to Tommy Wright for the, for the turnaround and fortunes over the last few weeks, Wilson?
2: Well, when he first came in, the, the, the results were equally as bad as the were under Alex Dyer. Um, but if everything falls on the manager, you know, he's got Lafferty in the door. Got him playing well. I mean, I don't think Kelly are playing particularly much better than they were doing. But when you've got a goal threat like that, you know, the key is get in the box. He's kind of rotated McKenzie, Kilty, playing as that number 10 behind Lafferty. He's, I don't know if he saw the third goal. Yeah, so they just, again, Lafferty putting pressure on the goal and makes a mistake. Kilty's here to, um to, to knock it in. So, again, if, if the manager takes all the flack, as I tend to give managers on here, the managers must take the credit. So, um, if Tommy Wright signed Lafferty and done all the bits, then Tommy Wright deserves credit as well.
1: Definitely. Rory, how was your result of the weekend, apart from the Rangers Celtic
0: game? Um, there wasn't really any shocks. Like you say, I think it's one of those ones the lottery of penalties, of Morton sneak through, holding the, a Premier Strip team, a Championship team who are really, really struggling. Um, but. Again, Inverness put up a good show in Paisley. Came away with nothing. Cup football is about winning. It's about getting through. I don't think there was any results at the weekend because you're looking at the the, the kind of the lower league teams and going, ah, he's put up a good fight, but he's got nothing to show for it. And then you're looking at the top tier teams and going, well, you know, the, the aim of the game is, is to get through, but you want to put on a good performance against the lower league teams. So it's really, really difficult to to pinpoint, you know, a, a standout result of the weekend. Celtic Rangers, <clears throat> I know you've said to kind of Admit that from, um, from kind of discussion with the result of the weekend, but th- there isn't really a lot else in terms of cup shocks or anybody you wouldn't have expected to go through. Motherwell, like I said, got through the, the most difficult way in terms of penalties, but aye, all the teams you expected to go through went through, but probably not in the way you would have expected, so it's very difficult to stand here and say, aye, Kamalik out four, 4-1, four was it? But, you know, beating Montrose, um, was it? 3-1? F- aye, so... You know, beating Montrose isn't to you know, it's not the right home about. And if you're still conceding goals against, um, you know, League 2 a
1: uh, League One opposition, then, aye. I I'm not sure that there was a result of the weekend to be honest. Shankers will ask you for a result of the weekend, but I think I know your answer.
3: I'm gonna go left field. I'm gonna say a a Brof result against the United. I've got to say we've got a question about that later on the show, but we'll touch on that. And now, how? I, I wouldn't I, I, I say, I wouldn't. I if my brothers to beat here, I wouldn't be surprised, but in the manner that they beat them, that's maybe a surprise. 4 0 or convincing, especially with, with league standings and stuff like that. I know you're maybe wanting a Scottish Cup result of the weekend, but as Rory says, there wasn't much shock. So our brothers beating here 4 0, convincingly, and I can have. That's when I lifted the bros and gave them a medal to kick on for the rest of the season. And there's feels a not looking too promising. It could be a wee bit of worrying times for them.
2: Dick Campbell actually messaged me, Scott, to, to thank me for a question that he could have been sacked. and um, That gave his <laughs> dressing room a wee bit of motivation, so he, he sent a wee bottle for me and a wee thank you letter. So I'm taking a wee bit of credit <laughs> for that result.
3: Two dicks texting each other. <laughs> 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 Brilliant! have been waiting to say that.
1: <laughs> but we'll, we'll move on to the game that was just finished, literally not even an hour ago for when we we're recording this. But I'm going to just give everybody the floor. Rangers two, Celtic 0 Davis and Kemp with the goals. We'll start with Wilson. Wilson, your overall thoughts on the game.
2: Where do you start? What What I'm going to say is that um, this weekend we've witnessed two national funerals, Prince Phillips on Saturday, and what I think you've seen today is the death of Celtic Football Club, as we know it. Again, there's obviously been change at the top where Peter Law outgoing and Dominic Mackay coming in, but with that management team and that group of players, then I genuinely can't see 10,000 season tickets being sold because, again... Yes, they created some chances, but again, with no heart rate, sorry, no heart, no desire, no work ethic. Edward Ponson about that field for 90 minutes and how he wasn't subbed off. Kennedy starting Laxalt in front of Taylor and then making the change at half time. The whole club is an absolute mess. And even the likes, and you know how much I rate Callum McGregor as a player. I think he looks gone as well. I think he would rather be somewhere else then playing for Celtic. And I touched on this on the show we did with Hamish Husband. I genuinely believe that Ryan Christie could please way out of the Euro squad with how bad he is just now. His performances this season in a Celtic jersey are right up there with Jeremy Frimpong. <laughs> and just on Jeremy Frimpong, I'm just going to make an apology to that man who has now promoted himself to the second worst ever Celtic player now that Diego Laxalt is now the worst player
3: John Joe Kenny, he's through his name in the John
2: Joe, Kenny. John Joe Kenny didn't have a terrific performance today, but I think he's actually been quite steady Aye. over the last maybe five or six games that he's played today. He was absolutely terrible, but I'm quite sure by his own admission he was terrible. Um, the boy Welsh, every time he gets the ball, you know, I think he panics. I think Christopher Ayer is a shadow of the player now, and if you're looking to get, you know, he was quoted during Brendan Orr's time, or 20, 30 million, Take five, let him go. Uh, Callum McGregor as well. He's, he's They're doing their value now. Edward, you know, straight straight swap for one of the boys in the championship, Stephen Dobie or something, on that <laughs> performance today. And that reflects again on the manager, you know. And this is why John Kennedy shouldn't get, be getting the job, okay? Nice. To leave, that's, that's to, cool. to leave <laughs> Edward on that pitch for 90 minutes today was nothing short of shell-shocking. I, I actually don't think there was any Celtic fans. You guys may know some Celtic supporters. I don't think there was any Celtic fans there at three o'clock thinking we we're going to win this city. Oh. Even, even before they looked at the team, you know, and yes, they create chances and you can create as many chances as you like. See, if you don't score, then it doesn't matter how many chances you create, you know. And as I say, they just, it was so lethargic. I actually thought... With the greatest respect, him. I actually thought Scott Brown was probably Celtic's best player. Yeah, he was mad. He was never going to get man of the match. Come on, you being serious? He serious? A at least. See, see, to be fair, he runs. I mean, he runs about. He tackles. He, you know, he I mean he get absolutely hot. But I think he was Celtic. start best me player. on
0: that nonsense that used to drive me mad when I was playing. I used to get pumped and come off. Uh, he's the only one that showed a bit of heart because he used to run about and shout at everybody.
2: It's
1: no playing I, don't, I, don't,
2: I don't think he was shouting at anyone. But he put in tackles, he broke up, players around on the ball. I mean, for me, Aribo or Davis was man of the match. They were the best players in the park. Nathan Patterson probably could count himself unlucky when we get man of the match. Alan McGregor called upon on when required. Connor, Connor Goldson could have went straight home with strap on. No need to wash it. <laughs> at a centre-half in an old firm game, that tells you how bad Edouard was. Um, so as i say but the as i say scott brown's performance was maybe a 6 out of 10 but he was celtic's best player in my opinion but as i say there's none of those players I'm, apart from maybe david turnbull who i think should possibly maybe make the Scotland squad um in front of you know one or two others um i would keep him but see the rest see if you can get money for mcgregor aye edward get get them I,
3: I, I love callum mcgregor but he, look, he looked lost today he? he looked fed up See what you were saying about Brown, like running about in tackling and all that. that. That should be like minimum requirement for a fit up there, if you know what I mean. Yeah. I, I know that's all, it's, it's hard to go say like he was, he done well and he done well, which didn't he, but that should be the, like your minimum, that should be your basic requirement as a fit up there for what Absolutely. he's doing there. There was, there was nobody to get pass marks at all. So, Strachan, I was listening to him in the studio there and he's saying about McGregor was my March because of the saves they pulled off. Him. Davis is a holding midfielder. He was up there as well, so that shows you that there was there was positive <coughs> in that for Celtic. But I don't know if there was was the can when you take positive you creating all the chances? But still, it's a cup tie at the end of the day. You can create all the chances you want, you're you're out of the cup. You know I mean, well, so the way you
1: look at it as uh, the League Cup final last season. Rangers created how many chances? Did you take positive? Wait, exactly? like, yeah, that's
3: yeah. but.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: With Rory, how much credit did the Rangers deserve for their performance today? I a a lot of credit. <coughs> Excuse me. I was saying before we came on, I think regardless of how the game's going at the moment, any old-form game's going at the moment, there's a, there's a... Rangers have a mental edge. Celtic are mentally quite weak at the moment, and Rangers were in that space about 18 months ago, where it doesn't matter how the game's going, it doesn't matter how well they're playing, they just don't believe they can win.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: one thing you need is, is belief that you can win. You know, when you rewind 10 years ago, um, you know, they're showing those clips before the game of the two each at Ivericks, and then Mark Wilson's winner um, through Parkhead with uh, Lennon and McCoy's fault. That's two teams who believe they can win an Old Firm. That's two teams going toe-to-toe. And that's two teams that, you know, both sets of fans are going to, you know, believe in they can win. For the last, you know, since Rangers have been back in the league, it's always been Celtic. Celtic are going to get over the line regardless of how they do it. And now it seems to be the other way about. So I think readers do deserve enormous credit, but I say to my prediction that the law of averages suggests that Celtic would score a couple of goals a day, how they've not scored a couple of goals is beyond me. I do agree with Wilson saying to an extent about Edward because he didn't see him most of the game and then he missed that penalty and all of a sudden he was in around the halfway line, wanting the ball, looking for the ball because he felt he had to make up for it. You know, that way that reaction of I've missed a penalty, I need to make up for that. You know, it's kind of shankers touches on as well. That that should that's that's basics You should you should want to perform To your highest Regardless As a football player So for him to miss a penalty To then get him At the halfway line Wanting to take the ball Wanting to be involved In the game But I thought he did Start brightly He chopped I think it was Holander or Goulton He chopped him Two, three times And had a clear shot and goal And it was a poor finish But he looked lively enough For the first 10-15 minutes But as soon as Ringer scored I, I just felt that Celtic didn't believe They were going to win the game Yeah that's uh, what I
1: thought
0: as well They had a lot of possession I They created chances Yes Alan McGregor is exceptional. There's there's no doubt about it. Over the piece, I Rangers deserve credit, but I still think if you look at the over the course of the game, if if, if Rangers hadn't had the season they've had, then that was a league game that um, you know at the start of the season. I think Rangers would be coming away for that going right. You know we were relatively lucky to come away to a winners there. So I think a lot of Celtic fans, as, as Wilson has just displayed there, but they're, they're going to be reactive. They're going to react because it's just happened, and they're going to but I think if you were to you know, wait till Monday morning and, and take a step back and look at it again, if you have to take their chances, and they did not take their chances, I, I understand that, but if they were to, then, I, you know, there's not much between the two teams, but Rangers' mentality is, um, is getting over the line at the moment and they seem to be able to win regardless of who they're playing. Yeah, definitely. Wilson, is
1: there anything you, you want to add about the game? Like You want to give Rangers credit? Anyway, moving on. Oh, no, as I say, and I see we
2: discussed this slightly slightly on air, um, and obviously Rory and Mark and their esteemed football careers put us to rights. (laughs) And as Mark touched on there, I I just, I mean, I coach at a very very low level at at, at the boys club. And that's what I say to my kids. I don't care how talented you are. See if you don't work hard, you'll no play. Uh, And And that'll be it. And you can have all the... I mean, we, we touched on Lionel Messi. Does Lionel Messi just have great quality? Or does he get tore in? Does he make tackles? Does he have that desire? And I just... Especially in an old firm game, and especially what it meant, because I, start, I don't think for a minute John Kennedy's going to get the Celtic job. But even if John Kennedy had beat the Rangers 5-0 today, um, I don't think he would get the job. But if you get into a game, your last chance... Um, or silverware. I mean, Celtic season's over. They can go to Dubai again tonight the if they want because their season's gone. You know that was that was their last chance, and it just looked as if they couldn't be asked being there. Yes, I agreed that the early goal made made them a wee bit flat. Um, but as I say, and I t- touch on to it again. What, Brown was the first booking, even though it wasn't a booking. But what was that? Fifty minutes in. I know Wells should probably been booked as well, where that led up to the goal. But, and I not saying you have to get booted and blah blah blah. We've been over the ground before.
0: So, what, but, what are you saying? What are you saying if, if Brown's the best player for running a boot and Brown caught your eye or was held at the best player because you got booked? What are you saying? Well, what, I've seen him like, what, what say
2: he was always trying to get on the ball. He always offered himself. He put in tackles. He was industrious. He worked hard. He looked as so, if he so was did, up
0: so, for it. So, so did Christie. He passed the ball at the park every time he got it. I agree with you. But he didn't stop looking for it. He was still looking for it He was still getting on the ball He was still exactly and The Brown, same as Brown Brown
2: wasn't taken Out of the park Christy right. was but so whole, history, but
0: whole, you're, 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 I don't agree with you But your whole basis Of you know Brown tries harder He wants the ball I think Christy does as well He just he just wasn't very good Um, But I don't right think Brown
2: of day. I'm, I'm, I don't, I'm only talking
0: about I performance think, I don't think I, I really don't think Brown was either I think he was Like I said You know Off air Like you do you at, think was
2: Celtic's best player
0: today? I don't think there was a best player for Celtic because at the end of the day, you've got your strikers oh, there who well, are there parties, but, but, but no taking them. But Brown, for me, like I said, and this is going to be controversial because he's had an unbelievable nine years in terms of his trophy haul, but you rewind 10 years. That Rangers team of 10 years ago were dominant in a lot of games against Celtic and Brown could get near a lot of the boys. And then you, you fast-forward 10 years when Rangers have... I, I appreciate that Rangers have had a transitional period of two years and have been in the league, and Scott Brown and Celtic have been dominant over Rangers, but they're finally at a point now where they're challenging Celtic. Scott Brown's know what to be seen. They just nowhere to be seen. Aye, he ran about. Aye, tried hard. Aye, I mean, he won trophies for nine he's years.
2: No, he's older as well. So Steve, Steve, Steve Davis was better than Scott Brown today. Has every old firm game since Steve Davis been better than Scott Brown? Has he not? No,
0: absolutely not. Absolutely, absolutely not.
2: not. But I that's, agree with you. What, that, that's not what Rangers fans would have you believe.
0: That was a, that you was a, t- I, I, I personally that's a. That's
2: a, that's a t- t- what the t- t- Celtic? Were so
1: poor today that Scott Brown was their best player.
0: I, d- I don't I don't think so. I don't think he
1: impacted the was, game. I I like thought thought a, how a, many times did Ryan Kent walk by him when like he wasn't there? He, a, well, he was. He was. getting slow. I mean, we we thought even last. it was
2: Highlighted in the Scottish Cup final against Hearts, that he's lost that even. But Brown was it fault
0: for the first post. Brown was at fault for the first goal. He guesses which way Kent's going to go, and he's sent for a hot dog, right? And uh, Kent, and that's Kent the comes the other way.
2: Right. That's more about Ryan Kent's quality. It the the line.
0: That, is your, that is your last line of defence before your actual defence, who you can't rely on. Scott Brown has gambled on the halfway line instead of taking three steps back the way and going, "Do you know what? I'm going to keep him in front of me." He's gambled and went right. Kent's went left. Like I said, set him up on the stand, and that that experience which Browns meant to have. He's part of the problem for the first goal The first goal then leads to being one down And the confidence is completely drained So I might have looked for the ball after that I might have ran about But, you know, that, that experience What you're looking for is to go, right The ball's coming into Kenton the halfway line Let's take five steps back the way and face him up Don't get caught up And let him turn and run directly at our defence And cause a goal
2: but that's, but that's, that's, still no that's how bad Celtic were but I, In my opinion, Scott Brown was the best player
0: I, I don't think he was I just I just think he was as bad as everybody else
2: it a was the best of a bad bunch then. But as I say, really? I think the first goal is more about Ryan Kent taking them on than anything else. Now, if you had Ryan Kent's pace up against Scott Brown, what would be the first thing you'd be doing? Going at him. The same so, as... So, out. So, so, so 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 going left, right, that's inside, going outside... You know, so that, Alex, that's what So Laxalc's you know, so fault Pick on the weakest player and exploit it, of
0: course you do So out. So at no fault because Arebo skinned him, just as famous Brown's So Brown's, Browns not fault for getting skinned no, no, by But, but well, is
2: was man of the match So you pick right. on the weakest and make yourself look good and go And you took him on all the time, so it shows how poor Laxalt was.
0: Aye, but I, I don't see how you can say Laxalt was poor for, you know, Arebo skinning him Yet Brown's at no fault for, for Kent skinning him and a half wheeling.
2: Did I, did I ever say once that Scott Brown wasn't involved for the first goal? What well, I said really? was a bad quality from Ryan Kent, and I just felt that Scott Brown was the best player on that poor Celtic team day I never once said he wasn't involved for the first goal.
0: Uh, I thought I thought he killed him a wee bit for the first goal, if I'm being honest. But
2: he's, he's he's no legs. He's, he's leg, his legs his legs have completely gone. But and why the, is he in that position? Because it's sharp balls, sharp attack.
1: whatever age he is, he was a, he was Celtic's best player on the pitch. Right, the right. right, absolutely terrible. Right answer, this then. Why, why? When after that little game was his uh, sorrow getting all the all the credit? How good he was. Would sorrow yeah. get beat like that today? You well exactly. And, that's, that, and this is why the manager was sacked.
2: And this is why John Kennedy should be sacked. Because they're picking the wrong, the wrong players at the wrong
3: time. I, I think, think he, the Browns only played the because it's a Scottish Cup, one last hurrah. last harana, that, yeah. of course. Of he he's, he's, more, he's he's picked in that team for that more than I'll pick a team to win this game. And that's not the way it should have been. And, oh, that,
2: think... and, that's, and that, that's a great point, Shankers, because, and, and this is what I was going to touch on as well, is John Kennedy showing loyalty and to Aye. twist it around. Is Steve Clark going to do that? Because I watched Stephen O'Donnell yesterday for Mullin. I think Stephen O'Donnell's a smashing player. But Nathan Parsons' performance today, I'm thinking, would I play him? You know, I thought, right a, I thought we saw but, a proper performance. Steve Clark's still out. Stephen O'Donnell who's been there over the course
1: because Pat Patterson looked very, very. Patterson's
0: good Patterson's got to go. It got to go. Second choice. I would stick with O'Donnell, but take take Patterson back as backup. I agree with one hundred percent. I thought we saw
1: a proper confident performance by a young player who who, whereas the opposite of Kenny, who I don't think, really stole from occasion. I think Patterson did. Today, I think yeah, Patterson.
2: That, was, when your team, when your team's winning all the time, and you're high in confidence, and he did well in Europe despite you know what whatever happened after that and all that we've touched on. But I, I mean, I, I, I would, I would wholeheartedly agree that. I mean, I think depending on the next four or five games and whatever happens in the in the friendlies, I, I wouldn't honestly be surprised to see Nathan Patterson line up. If, if he keeps that standard
3: of performance, up. the only thing that could kill him if it goes against band and then basically season's done, well, there's no playing. Yeah, that, yeah. That's the only thing I think that it, I think. would that
2: not be a domestic ban rather than a total football ban? Aye,
3: but I mean, then he wouldn't get to play the rest of this the, the season. Whereas he if he, if board, he plays, say, plays the next three or four games and he does well and he's leading up to it but whereas if he gets banned and then he doesn't get any football and then he's got no games until the Euros if you know what I mean
2: well, s- Scotland's got two friendlies Holland and
3: Luxembourg. Uh, know, for me I would rather Lug- play players, players that are playing leading up to those games rather than Nathan Parsons throws out for a few weeks I just, think
0: I, I, I just think he's different through what we can get I think if you take O'Donnell and Palmer like See having a bad game, or we're getting exploited doing that side. You're replacing like for like, so it's mm-hmm. it's likely the same things going to happen. I think I think if you're going to take two positions, uh, two players into the same position, you want two players who can give you different things. So would I start O'Donnell in the first game of Euros? Absolutely. Would I feel comfortable after 60 minutes if I were one doing and need more than the right hand side, bringing Palmer on? I would. I would just leave O'Donnell on. What would be yeah. the point?
1: Yeah.
0: Um. There would be no point. So you may as well take Parsin. and my opinion, I agree with Wilson. I wouldn't have any problem starting them. I wouldn't personally start him, I would have him on the bench and I would start O'Donnell, I think O'Donnell deserves to start but I don't see the point in having Palmer there when you can take Patterson, I just don't see the point.
3: And as
2: I say, when you're up against Foden or Sterling you know, Patterson's got a wee bit of pace quicker than probably Palmer and
3: O'Donnell. You know? even worth thinking about going up against somebody like Sterling and I don't think it matters what, what three are at right, right back to be totally honest. they <laughs>
1: we'll take we'll take some we'll take some fan questions as well this is a big one I want to touch on first of all Wilson how much has Edward's price tag price price tag dropped over the past few weeks 10 million (laughs) I think if you get 15 million for him you'll be doing well
2: what do you think Rory do you think that
0: it's dropped 10 million and I've got him at zero now
2: (laughs) (laughs) but again it depends on the buyer of course depends on the buyer
0: like I heard them. I heard somebody, one of the pundits, they might have been striking, say Celtic sold him on the Dream of 10 in a row and that's why he stayed. I think that's nonsense. I think he stayed because Celtic, A, didn't get enough money for him in terms of bids or no bids coming at all. I don't think a, a, Odson Edwards took a step back and went, right, here's my options. I'm going to stay at Celtic because I want to win 10 in a row. I don't think that for a second. I think that...
2: Was that the same as the Morales stuff? You know, the same when he was on fire and... You know, 80 million is the valuation and the team's from China. You know, no, no bids appeared all of a sudden. And uh, I
0: think that's a lot of agents get involved and try to generate interest to try and get bids. But I think over the piece, again, might be a controversial comment. I think Edward possesses more quality than Moreles. I think Moreles is playing on a better team at the moment. I think football people and, f- and football guys will know what Edward can do. And that I do agree with Wilson, his valuation will have dropped. And I think Celtic, with the transition they're going through, probably would take 10, 12 million for him at this moment in time if it was offered to them. But, so I do think it has dropped. But I think people who know football, scouts, these bigger clubs will be interested in Edward. will know that players can go through difficult periods and clubs can go through difficult periods. It would be a worry for me, and I agree with Wilson 100%. It would be a worry for me watching him today, though, and how lethargic and how disinterested he looked until we missed that penalty. Like I said, he had the right 10 minutes, but it's not good enough if you're you're Celtic's main striker to go through 75 minutes of the game and and, and look disinterested. So I do believe his price tag has dropped considerably, but I still think that Celtic would be able to get a decent amount of money for them. But I certainly don't think he was sold on 10 in a row and that's why he stayed. I don't think there would have been a substantial bid put in for him last season or in January there, but I, I do believe moving forward that he will go to a bigger club and I think he's good enough to go to a bigger club and do well um, but certainly not for the money they would have got for him maybe six, seven months ago.
1: I'm going to throw in a question as well just before we touch on a few other things, but did anybody hear John Hartson's comments after the, the game about he was telling people that he thought Celtic would, would win 12-13 in a row? They thought the gap was that big. Do we think the Celtic board thought that? that Which is why they appointed Neil Lennon. Do we think that it was overconfidence in the part
3: which is why I, this has happened to Celtic? I don't know if it's overconfidence. I, I just think at that period of time they were far superior. So they maybe thought there was no need for change and that they were in the driving seat, which they were at that time. I just think Rangers have got stronger and I think what Rangers are the new, you could see the makings of it since Gerard come in. They gradually improved, although they never won the league. You could see European performances and, and there was glimpses like that like this was coming together and it's just all clicked this season but uh, it goes back to like Brendan Rodgers Brendan Rodgers what he put in place for then Lennon to take over it was it was what Rodgers had put in place was already there when Lennon uh, took over for six months to a year and then Lennon was starting to get his own stamp on it and that's when it started to change for me so uh, uh, the main thing is I think it was just thought of maybe finances and an easy option for for the club, to be honest. Well, so
1: much your thoughts on
3: that. The, 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 as Shankar's touched on, did,
2: um, did John Harrison make these comments when Brendan Rodgers was the manager, that he could see Celtic, you know, and if Brendan Rodgers had stayed, going by the success that he had... I think it would have been that, to be honest. He, possibly, you know, possibly. But, again, I, I just feel the time, the hindsight's a wonderful thing. Neil Lennon come in, Finished off the league campaign as such and won the Scottish Cup final for the uh, treble. Treble. Then the next season, you could argue that um, Rangers capitulated. You know, after after was it was at the Old Firm game mm-hmm. at Parkhead, they, they went to Dubai. Mm-hmm. So you could argue, you know, and Celtic obviously got a wee a, a wee buzz from that, and that and that's that's where I think o- over the years that the league can be won and lost, like. I don't think anyone from Hibs down is capable of beating um, and haven't taken points really off Rangers or Celtic when it, when it was Celtic. They've, they they can't just rely on the 4 old firm games to decide the league. You know, Rugby Park proved a difficult place for Rangers over the years. Easter Road proved a wee bit difficult. You know, Patojie was always a kind of um, a, st- a stickler one for Rangers. So over the years, those places have proved difficult, whereas... Rangers this season have just kind of steamrolled um, through everyone. And it's not even as if there's been, oh, they're going to Far Park and they've won 2-1 with a last-minute penalty. They're going there and scoring five goals. Um, so I think when Hartson made these comments, you're thinking, right, maybe when Brendan was there. And Brendan was just leaving as a surprise to everyone at, at, at the time, you know. And then how do you how do you say to a guy, look, can you come in and help us at the end of the season? He finishes off the league. You know, I know there was not that many games, and he wins the Scottish Cup. I how can you not
3: give him the job this
2: Aye, it, it was a wee bit of a stickler. I, I, I uh, think that's, it... that's, a, that's a great point. He, I think he went to Easter Road
0: in the Scottish Cup, uh, you know, in, in his, one of his first games, and, and people forget it was nothing tucked with the league when, when Lennon took over. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's easy to say um, this season Celtic capitulated, and there was not a challenge. Rangers did capitulate, but Celtic were excellent under Lennon for a spell, so they've given him the job, and for that interim period but he's produced the goods so it's very difficult to ignore that.
3: Recruitment, Somebody mentioned recruitment and that has been, I was think it was John Hartson he mentioned recruitment and that is, I think that Rangers recruitment at the start of the season the Celtic's recruitment. Although Celtic would have been happy with what they've done business-wise at the start of the season but that's what it's came down to. I mean, somebody was talking about the amount of loan signs that, that Celtic had in the amount they were starting in the games and stuff like that. It's just, for me it's come to but not be good enough, and and obviously there's, there's loads of other things. But I think that's one of the main things. Yeah, much, that been recruited just only good enough.
2: But as, as as much as you show you show loyalty, you know which they did, with well and by the well documented offered them the job and the shivers, etc. <laughs> surely, and as we may and I mention all the time, you're probably bored after that first old fun game in October. How no football person on that board or in those stands could see what was happening. I, what was coming, yeah. And that rot set in and rotted their full season. You know, and it was almost, and I, and I can understand why the question has been worded that way in terms of it, it stunk of a wee bit of arrogance, you know, going to Dubai, defending the trip, then coming back and apologising for it because of the public outcry. That's what I felt the arrogance was. Mm-hmm. And as I said, and some of the Celtic fans oh, didn't he spend money. They spent money. But as Shankar said, the recruitment was absolutely
1: deplorable. But what do you do when they play Though, well? like Obviously, I know the loans, but you've got a of nice bar there at five million. Get, get 2.5 for him get them out.
2: Right,
3: but what I mean, do you, you do? do ma- they
2: like- have managed to get three and a half for Klamala. So Dick Turpin I- must be running the New York Red
3: Bulls. <laughs> I can't <laughs> believe
1: Let's see if Barkas can go to New York and all That leads on to the next question. This is actually from a, a friend of the show who's who's actually been on the show. What would you say to Eddie Howe right after that game, Wilson?
2: Well, I, I, I wouldn't talk to Eddie Howe because he's not good enough to manage Celtic. He's managed two tin pot clubs in, 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 in England and this is a massive, massive job. Now, if someone... And again, this is a point I I, I wrote down earlier when I was doing my research. Could you have seen... Now, you had the chance... The only bit that Elanoussi did well in the game set up the chance for Edouard, albeit it was a great save from McGregor, and Edouard blew the rebound over the bar. Would you have seen Martin O'Neill or Gordon Strachan standing at the side of the pitch applauding that?
1: No, or would be the
2: arms up in the air, maybe even the way he Graham used to hang he used to jump up. <laughs> or the grim, muddy head stance. <laughs> brilliant, Ed. brilliant, well, Edward. you missed that for two yards out? I mean, it's it's bizarre the whole Celtic situation. Right, nice. is Completely bizarre, and I would I wouldn't go near Eddie Howe with a barge pole.
1: But who do you, where do you go near like, that? It's, it's
3: no go near Eddie Howe. It's, is the Eddie Howe sitting watching that going. Is this a squad? What I want to inherit as well. well it's, that's,
1: it's that,
2: that's, that's what I am trying to that's what I, was... Aye, but Rory, I mean, Rory will probably have a better insight on this in terms of how the workings. If Eddie Howe's watching that today, is he thinking, see if I get that job, I'm going to be allowed to sign 15 players rather than three or four because they're all terrible. Oh, so no. Eddie Howe's going to be given a clean slate. Whereas for me, I I think if Celtic maybe do what Raiders did with Gerard and give him you know, the blank canvas, on you go, three years... The Celtic support ain't buying that. No, they ain't not buying that.
3: It's it comes to Eddie Howe as well. You have to look at his signings when he's been given a lot of money as well exactly. at, at Bournemouth. Yeah. He, he gave a lot of money and he's not gonna get anywhere near that money. And some of these signings as well for the for the cash that he had wasn't good for a coup like Bournemouth. So and you can get away with those signings at a team like Bournemouth because the expectation isn't there, but the expectation levels is night and day for. Home with the Celtic,
1: Rory. What's your thoughts on that? Obviously, Wilson. Uh, Wilson said about the the Anna Watkins. What do you think of that?
0: Aye, I, I probably said uh, I can agree with. Him. I use a man. i passionately about him, you know being in any way you know associated with Celtic or have any preference as to who they take on. But i quite as passionate. I wouldn't say don't go near them with a barge pole is the side of things, you know, Wilson has spoken quite a lot tonight about the bizarre decisions with Lax out starting, taking him off at half-time and just the number of decisions that have been made from Celtic within this season tactically. I think Eddie Howe is tactically astute. What I think he might struggle with is the expectation, as Shankar said. I don't think it's the same. I've I've said on the show before, one thing that always sticks to me with Walter Smith, and I remember him saying a couple of times when he was at Everton, losing is acceptable at these clubs down in England losing is acceptable at Bournemouth losing is acceptable at Everton losing is no acceptable at Rangers or Celtic mm-hmm. they've been arguably the best team in the last three old firms right they're a club in crisis at the moment um, you know Wilson's came on there um, and said that it's the, the death of the club and arguably they've been the best team in the last three old firm games it's no acceptable to lose it's just no acceptable and see Eddie Howe comes away for that game and says we're well, the better team and starts talking about all these fancy tactics, fullbacks going for in to out and you know strikers dropping deep and you know midfield rotation. Celtic fans will not buy it. Um, and I think that if he comes up here with that attitude, he'll struggle. I don't agree with him, with Wilson to the extent that he's saying oh, we're not going to win away a barge. Poll. I think that, for example, that type of manager could get a better performance out of these players. They're not good enough to play Celtic players. These players. I think a manager like Eddie Howe could get them playing a lot more attractive football and they would be a lot more difficult to beat and they would be a lot more astute defensively as well I just don't know I just think with Eddie Howe when it's rumbled on that long that I totally appreciate everyone you know withholds the right to make their own decisions and Say to them, right, I want to wait on Crystal Palace or I want to wait on Newcastle. But how long do you wait before it becomes, like, no, we, we can't wait that long, you know. They'll almost sit right with the Celtic fans if he gets to the and goes, right, okay, I'll come to Celtic then. That's how it looked. I think Celtic need to act or, or deliver a message sooner rather than later, whether this prompts him to do, so I'm not sure. But I don't think Eddie Howe would be a bad eh, appointment. I disagree with Shankers to an extent. I know he got a lot of money down at Bournemouth, but it fails into insignificance compared to what the teams around about Bouton are spending. So, it's all relevant. I Bournemouth might have spent money on um, Josh King, however it may be, 10, 15, 20 million. You look at them facing Chelsea next week, have just spent 200 million over the last two transfer wins. So, it's all relevant. It's Celtic, he's no going to face a mother who's spent more money than them. So, I it's an interesting one. I think he's got the potential to work. I just think that I would worry, based on what Wilson says, he's no worked at a club in my. What does Bournemouth hold 10,000. thousand? he's went and won the, the championship with him with, and that's one of the bit I would be looking at, right, what can he do with the most money in the league? He went to Bournemouth with the, in the championship and hosed it, got them promoted with the most money in the league. It would be similar with Celtic, but he needs to come up here and know that aye, it doesn't take three months to get your tactics right, to see if he takes three months to get it right. The league's gone. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm probably sitting somewhere between, you know, I, I agree with Wilson, but no, don't feel as bad. If how came to Celtic, I'd be thinking that's a decent decent enough appointment, but I'm still, I would need to be convinced.
3: Like,
2: well, can, can, I, can I just add on to that question? I'll ask you three. If Eddie Howe was the Bournemouth manager still in the championship, would Celtic be approaching Bournemouth to speak to Eddie Howe? No. Absolutely not. I well, they would don't approach,
1: they would oh, approach I him, it's but it's
2: they wouldn't get him. No, I don't think they would approach him, but Celtic, Eddie Howe's name's been linked because he's not in a job. You see, in a similar vein, Roy Keane to a certain extent. Now, I absolutely love Raheem, player, pundit, person. I think he's fantastic, but he's not managed a club for ten years. That, that, I don't think he would does suit. He's done
3: well as a manager, the job as well. Oh. <laughs> Sorry about <laughs>
0: that.
2: He's bringing his girlfriend's on to the chat.
0: I think that's that's just common sense, though, Wilson. That you would automatically link somebody who's a free agent and Celtic would want. Exactly,
2: a... but I, I just I hate that, and it was again. And I was passionate about that. Let, 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 let's pick this body right. It let, it was let's Tommy Wright's team because he didn't have a job. It was Graham Alexander because he didn't that have can, a job. That Why can't can. clubs like Celtic go in and say, just for example, I want Roy Hodgson as a manager. I'm going to Crystal Palace and I'm going to get Roy Hodgson.
0: Right. So let's flip down and see. Let's take Daniel Farquhar, the guy or whatever his name is at Norwich, right? Who is very Paul similar. Farquhar.
3: To,
0: uh, Farquhar is that his name? I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> he's, he's at Norwich, right? And he's he, he took them in to Premiership, had a terrible season. They stopped by him, unlike Bournemouth did with how and now. Again, they finished top of the ch- the yeah. championship by a mile. How much more is it going to cost them to get him in than it would somebody who's a free agent? So I yeah. just think it it makes financial sense to go for a free agent. So if you're sitting there going right, would I want Roy Hodgson or Eddie Howe? I'm not convinced Roy Hodgson would be any no, better that, than Eddie Howe.
2: I'm just like, <laughs> but, I,
0: I, I, it would cost them a fortune to do that, Wilson. An absolute
2: fortune. And that, and that that shows ambition and that shows stature. You can go. A premiership team Top of the championship Good German team And go and take their manager
0: I don't think they can though
2: well, that, but, but, but that's what I'm saying why, why can't they do that?
0: They don't to do have we... money I, I just don't I don't know I, I, There's always,
2: always got to be don't have any more. They don't... And that's they don't... why these managers Fail at X, Y and Z And then still get another job
0: they don't have any more money, Walsh, though, than top championship clubs. You're saying they've, they've got all this money. You know, you look at Norwich Chilkin. They must
2: have money to go and get a decent manager.
0: I don't, think they've, they've got got into, I don't
2: think they've got enough money
0: to go into Bournemouth, say Jonathan Woodgate has a great season. I don't think they've got the money to go in and go, by the way, we'll take Jonathan Woodgate, the bill, we show us the money, and they would run with their tail between their legs. They can we afford taking people each
1: well, well, here's another question, right? Say Sean Dyche. How much, would it, how much would it cost compensation-wise to go and get a Sean Dyche? or somebody like that. Like. It, would, it
2: would cost money, but if you want to show ambition and do things, you, you need to pay. You can't just... I can't just get that, but what okay. i, I, just that needed, that. I just Let's just get <laughs> Eddie Hound. Eddie Howe has no credentials to manage a big club like Celtic. I'm sorry, he
1: doesn't. Now now who he does? The does Roy, Roy, Roy Keane? As a manager, does Roy Keane? <laughs> no. <laughs>
2: he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm saying... Celtic should be showing their muscle and going. They, they're just being linked with guys that don't have jobs. But that's and the same with everybody, though. We have a club that can go out and say, you know, there you go. Go and, go and
1: take somebody's manager and show a bit of intent. We'll move on. We'll touch on a, a, a couple of things. This is an interesting one. I'll give this to Rory. Where does Alan McGregor rank in terms of Rangers goalkeepers and Scottish goalkeepers of all time and right now? Could Alan, would Alan McGregor walk into the Scotland squad right now if he was available? Are you kidding?
0: Well, well you've, asked two,
1: you've, <laughs> had
0: to, you've asked two very different questions as the guys have just said, there unanimously. Yes, he would be Scotland's yeah. first choice without a shadow of a doubt. And that's absolutely no disrespect to David Marshall, who's a good keeper. He's just no of Alan McGregor's standards, um, which, you know, I don't I don't what think I was any... Tra- what
1: I think I was trying to say is, do you think he, do you think he possibly could come out of retirement to go into the squad?
0: I don't think he will I think he could aye, but I don't think he will you know you're talking about arguably 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 the you know Scotland's one of Scotland's greatest ever goalies um, especially uh, you know at club level certainly um, he, he's phenomenal now obviously I watched Gorham during the 90s and things and you know Chris, uh, Chris Sutton asked McCoy directly today and basically said it's your job tell me who, who's better Aye, right, um, I've seen that. Aye, and, and uh, McCoy said, you know, M- Gorham simply because I played with him so I could appreciate him more and I think he had five year difference between the two. So, aye, I think he's, I think him and Gorham would go down as probably the best goalies to have played in, in this country at, the, at domestic level. I don't, think I don't think there's any argument about that. Um, but certainly if he, if he decided tomorrow to turn around and say, right, I want to be number one I'd, in the Euros, I know Steve Clark's a loyal guy, but I think he'd be biting his nose off to spite his face at that point if he started picking Marshall ahead
1: of
3: him. Do you think there's a bit of McGregor that debate is like, oh, I wish I was having a crack at the Euros, a crack at the Euros, and a crack at the Champions League and then and then he could be, could be retired? Do you think there's a bit of him that's quick, uh, quick, like did stay, Or do you think he's that type of person that, coming across his interviews, nah, he doesn't really look after? about a lot of things, he's probably no that bothered. <laughs>
0: Quite possibly, but I don't I, I genuinely think if he'd turn around and say that, I, I, I personally think Steve Clark would still go with Marshall. Um I think he's that type of manager who, who shows like loyalty or whatever else, but like I said, would that be cutting off your nose despite your face? Would would ta- would taking Palmer instead of Parsons be cutting off your nose despite his eye? I think it would be. I think
3: Palmer's state. not only really to turn you
0: know, so You still take him as his second choice, in my opinion though. Um, because he's been there right throughout. So we'll see, but aye, McGregor's top, top, top draw. Um, world, world class. Uh, I'd go as far as saying he was, he was in that bracket. Um, certainly.
3: Uh, we just said that earlier on about Scott Brown, like, like John Kennedy's played Scott Brown because it's his last season and all that, been loyal to him, but it's, that never cost him the game, but he could have played some deals that gave him a better chance. Surely you, you want to go to Euros with the best possible chance to compete in. Liam Palmer's been there all the way through, aye, I get that, but, there's, there's a, there is a better option there. Aye, no I agree
0: one. with you. Yeah. That's why I yeah. think he'll cut off his nose despite his face, like I said, I don't, uh, I don't think, I think it's just loyalty, that's what's worked and that's what's done. And I'm going to sound ultra pessimistic here, ultra pessimistic, but if it, it was, if it was, for, um, if it wasn't for, if it wasn't for this new format, we wouldn't even beat the Euros, so, I think there's, aye, there's, got to, there's <laughs> got to be, there's got to be some loyalty, a degree of loyalty, but I think you've got to make the most of the opportunity and aye, if you had on McGregor why would you not take him why would you not take Nathan Patterson I agree with Wilson as well like see if he's got see you've got your start in midfield take Charlie Gilmer he's different see is uh, Be-
3: that Billy's brother? <laughs> Billy,
0: Charlie Gilmer I got say? Uh, he, he used to play with
3: Arsenal sort that guy Charlie Gilmer
0: <laughs> I don't know where I put. but take, take Billy Gilmer like I just if these guys are going to sit in the bench, the bench for the majority of the time if you need a wee bit of something different in one of the group games why, why would you know why, nice. why would you want What? Kenny McLean's a cracking player but what, and he'll go I'm just picking him as an example but why would you replace Kenny Miller uh, Kenny McLean and John Fleck why would you bring these guys on who are going to give you the same as the guys that are coming off like, aye, aye. I have I them I, I have them there but have one or two things up your sleeve to go do you know what he might just be that one and if, for 10-15 minutes what are you going to lose
2: um, now, now, that Jack, now that Ryan Jack's been ruled out Billy Gilmore has to go for me. But he's not been playing. I, 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 don't, I, I, I don't think he'll start me. Tommy's going to start there, I would imagine. Um, but as I say, as Rody says, something a bit different, something that the, the Czechs and the Croatians, the English uh, guys will know them, but, you but know, something a wee bit different, a wee surprise element. And I don't think for a minute, you know, even look at the boy in the day, I don't think these boys would be faced at you know no. face ninety thousand whatever it is at when if we get fans in, of course. But I I I would definitely put in the both of them in the squad. It's
3: a, it's a who, who would you take in the squad with, uh for instance David Turnbull or Ryan Christie? I'm just trying to think of players are uh are gonna be competing against each other for positions. But based on like the run in the end of the season on form, you're you're looking at Turnbull, but who who would you, you go away with between like Turnbull and Christie?
2: I think based, based on performances at the moment it's David Turnbull every day of the week but uh, we speak about Steve Clark's loyalty you know I mean I, I'm, I'm just watching the day for example now I think it's every corner dumb, Ryan Christie's hit their seasons. has hit the first defender
3: <laughs>
2: you know so David Turnbull can at least get the ball over the first defender
3: mm-hmm. but
2: I think Ryan Christie has that bit of energy I don't think Ryan
1: Christie will start I think he'll go with Fraser I don't think Christie will start mm. Right, last question before we finish up. Obviously, the news today about the European Super League—it's not related to Scottish football—but I'm keen to get everybody's thoughts. Wilson, what's your thoughts in this proposed European Super League, and could it impact Scottish football going forward?
2: I think well, I think it might because I, I, if this was to go ahead, I think it would be absolutely mental not to invite Rangers and Celtic um, to to some sort of league. But again, is it another example of an effect taking football away from the fans? You know, there'll be guys. Uh, I know, I know one guy in particular that has followed Rangers home and away for thirty years at least, and then all of a sudden, you know, can he afford to go to, you know, Paris Saint Germain one week? Then home, and then Real Madrid the next week, and then whatever, you know. So Is that like,
0: an actual league that takes, like, they would be taken out of the league? They wouldn't even complete, compete in the Scottish League anyway? No, I think, no, it's, I think well, it's more well, I think well, it's more
3: Champions League. Champions League, it's
2: like a table format. We'll no need to worry about it, because Rangers themselves they won't qualify for it anyway. <laughs> um, but I do I, I do think it's not a bad, a bad idea. I mean, I, I actually think sometimes there's far too many teams in the Champions League. Um I know it's all generating money and income, et cetera, et cetera, but, again, before your time, league winners, European Cup, win your domestic Cup, you're in the Cup Winners' Cup, finish second and third, you're in the UEFA Cup. There you go. Whereas you can finish 27th in the Premiership in England, and if you win the FA Cup, you get straight into the Champions League, and it's bonkers the the way it's set up. But if it's no different to the Champions League, then
1: does it make any difference? What do you think, Rory? Really? Like, is it potentially could this potentially be you kind know, of a bad thing for Scott, Scottish football?
0: I don't know how it would impact Scottish football because I don't know what it would look like. I don't know if there would be a main Champions League and then you know a, a secondary tournament or a secondary league with you know similar to your Europa League as it is at the moment. But you know, touching on the actual idea itself, at the moment there's a Champions League end up at the end of the season with the best team in Europe winning it. No, it's a knockout tournament So, mm-hmm. you know, over two legs It's not a reflection on the best team in Europe It can be if, if, if you know, if it works out that a Bayern Munich or whatever win it But we've seen teams win it over the years who haven't even won their own league So I like the concept of it to an extent But I think that, you know, towards the end of that kind of period If you've got, say, 10 teams in that league or 12 teams or whatever it may be you know, with seven, eight games to play, you've only got two teams that can win it. Do you really want to be travelling the length and breadth to Europe to play in games that don't even mean anything? I, I do appreciate that that can happen in the Champions League at the moment, but only one or two games towards the end of the group stage. But the idea of, I, uh, you know, being 15 points adrift and you're needing to fly to Russia one week and then Portugal the next week, and then I just don't know if that would work um, logistically. But... I th- I think over the piece it's a, it's a good concept to try and find out the best team in Europe. I preferred the Champions League when there was two group, two league formats, but as Wilson says, it all boils down to money and entertainment. And um, people want to watch knockout fo- football when they want to watch the the, the top teams going head to head over two legs, so it's exciting. Um, but it's not a reflection on the best team always. How it affects Scottish football? Aye, I think that if Rangers and Celtic won the completing in the Champions League, that would definitely be a blow um, or given the opportunity to, to compete in the Champions League, especially with, all jokes aside about Rangers and Celtic, especially with Rangers being back in at, at, at their peak in Celtic, hopefully can get to that stage as well, where they can both qualify for the Champions League, so that it's a given that if you win the league or finish second, you're going to the, the last group stages, so, you know, if that's all taken away and you're just getting your Europa League money, it's not going to be the same, so I think all in all, you know, being a Scottish football fan and um, being a Champions League fan as well. I think I would probably just prefer it to stay the way it is. Shankers,
3: any way adding that? Eh, no, I, I agree with the the money side of things. I think it's it's all to suit the big teams. The big the big teams aren't want teams like I think uh, the top of my head, the young boys and shot down the net. They are not allowed to compete against teams like that. They want to test themselves against basically all the teams that to the quarter-final that they're wanting those teams in a league format. They're not wanting teams that are the kind of Eastern European teams and stuff like that that are, are getting through. They're not wanting to go to places like that and play football they're wanting to play all the best teams. And I, I get it, because we, we, how good it would be for us to see all the best teams on the telly during the week for for our point of view for watching it. But as Wilson says, as it oh, taking football away from the fans? as to a certain extent, in... The point about the Scottish football, I don't think it really affects Scottish football because they're not really wanting a Scot- Scottish football sides in that league either. I think it's Rangers I mean, and Celtic can't compete with your PSG, Bayern Munich, Madrid, Barcelona. So I don't think it affects Scottish football that way either. But I, I would prefer if it just stayed the way the way it is as well. Champions League's got something special there. I think it's it's just uh, taking football away from fans is what both uh, is.
2: It might be good, you know, if Celtic Angels get a game against AC Milan and we can see Lax out on an AC Milan shirt, you know, and then we've be three points.
3: If they've got somebody watching his performances, he will never put an AC Milan shirt on again unless he, unless he supports him. No, he's no, he supposed we directly get an AC Milan shirt
1: on. Wilson, we've time for your quiz question quickly before we finish up. No, it was just, uh, and it actually
2: killed me. It actually killed me after 10 minutes today because I was going to ask, how many old firm games has Steve Davis played and when was the last time he scored an old firm game?
1: 2009, and he scored the winner against, a uh, winner at Ibrooks in the, it was 2009. Who against? No, sorry, it wasn't he. Oh, no, it wasn't he. Oh, we got to your first answer. Oh, no, it wasn't he. It your
2: first answer on that. How, oh, first of all, think how many games has he played? But don't shout out your answers just
3: yet. How many games against... How many oh, games has he played yet?
1: Yeah. Uh, I know the goal now,
3: so I'm getting first dibs in the goal again.
1: No, oh,
2: no, no, you've, you've given us your answer on the goal. It's up to Mark and Rory to, to, to give their answer.
3: Oh, So, right, we're
2: needing the year... The year that he scored, is well, apart from today. As I say, he killed me today, and more than one ham. But the last time he scored against Celtic,
3: and how many old Firm games has he played? The last time he scored against Celtic was 2011. I'm sure. Rory, would you like to have a guess? Scott's guess was 2009.
2: Shankers has said 2011. But I
0: F- would say based on the fact. But yes I would say 2011 as well I was at the club at that point and so that, that helped me it? but I would say 2011 <laughs> I did mate for five, for five years believe it or no. well I, I was there for five years I know I played <laughs>
2: 2011 as the correct answer
1: Cup final yeah. League Cup final
2: yeah right and how many old firm games has he played
1: 23 I'll go 29
3: 30
1: I'll
3: be certain. Shankers is at it,
1: <laughs> <laughs> No, <it's>
2: <laughs> <not>. <laughs> Although to be fair, it was mentioned in commentary today. That's uh, how we got it. Uh, it was his 30th old firm game, and his last goal was Andy, Pro- uh, Andy probably knew it
1: last time you read the question
0: out. Uh, <laughs> Pikey, um, I used to think that you were on, on the ball with your knowledge. There's um, uh, there a uh, uh, Boycott
1: uh, for this show. Uh, but boycott. you can't you, but you can't compete with whatever's going on there that's he that said it in
2: the commentary if you want to speak to Ali McCoy then speak because it was him that said it he said it was his 30th old firm game and his last goal was 2011 and Sutton made a wee comment
3: whatever it was Shankers is point.
0: now the messiah of Scottish football not I'm you, not... you Piki well, I'll it um...
3: my, my, oh. well, my knowledge as well <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> when's uh, when's the next quiz?
3: Julie Pike he has to sit out for his embarrassing pathetic performance last week. He I don't think, think it was embarrassing day at, day at day all. Day. Wasn't embarrassing. What is embarrassing? Well, I was embarrassed for you. 24 out of 30 or something. I would take that every day of the week. That's pretty <laughs> poor if you ask me. Aye, when, when did you get shakers? You kidding? Do you don't know watch it? Oh, I forgot I get the it. same, I get the same uh, no, it was what was it? I go 20 out of 20, was it not? Oh, right 20. now. I might say you said right. you should get 24 out of 30. I, don't know if it was. I thought it was two rounds <laughs> of 15. I might do a Scottish Cup
2: special next week, because that's the quarters next week. Very at
0: good. The end, on a few
2: cups. Sorry? Junior Scottish Cup. <laughs> Shackers, you could just put twenty-five medals, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: I'd be so, interested to know how many of those games Steve Davis has won or lost that'd be quite interesting to know and with Scott Brown playing as well at the same time just for a little deb- heated debate earlier it'd be
3: interesting to know
2: Scott Brown won 29 Steve Davis won 1 today <laughs> <laughs> Davis
3: did score scoring 1 no he I'm scored sure. in the league game he scored, scored, because it was he one out. where he scored and he celebrated he, he, he slid in and he finished I, celebrating I, that's, in that's the, the, one I thought the was in 2009 it. 2009, I,
1: 2009. Damn. Ran off, Brown,
0: didn't he? Ran off. Brown, Brown wasn't watching. Then, watching uh, is Brown, was carrying,
2: Brown, B- Brown was carrying. Brown the quadruple treble in his back. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> folk, and folk were saying Glenn Camara's better while he was at Dundee. Like. <laughs> <Well,
3: laughs> <but> we're <laughs> going to wrap up. We're going to wrap up
1: the show at that point. I just want to thank the three guys for coming on the show. It's been an absolute pleasure as always. I know it's yeah. been a pleasure for Roddy and Shankers and Wilson will be not wanting this show to ever happen again I'm looking forward to Kelly beating Rangers in the cup final don't worry (laughs) brilliant but thanks very much everyone for joining us cheers pleasure cheers Cheers, everyone cheers thank you